Do you want to increase the money that you get by at least 90% in your trading? That's exactly what we're going to talk about in this episode of the Real Money Doctor podcast. I'm Dr. Fred Rouse, the Real Money Doctor, nationally recognized expert in short-winter retirement planning, multiple best-selling author, recipient of the Quilly Award, and author of the upcoming book, The Time Is Now. How to increase your yield sooner for faster financial freedom, trading is a business. And if you're trading, you're in it to make money. And today I want to cover three big things. First off, you know, who are the traders? Who are you playing against? That's important to know. Okay, why having a business is actually important, what the business entities are, and how they're going to work for you, and what a business plan is, and how to get that to actually work for you to really change the outcome of your trading. The first thing you need to understand about trading and business is who the other players are. That's a really critical thing to understand because you're there and you're by yourself, but you don't know who's on the other side of things. And with commodities, for every winner, there's a loser. So let's look at who the actual players are. And the first is the producers. These are people actually making this thing, whatever this thing is. They could be the farmers growing the corn or the oats or the wheat. They could be the farmers who take care of the livestock, the cattle and the hogs. Could be the farmers who are taking care of the, the orange juice plants, the, the, the trees that grow the oranges. Okay, so that's a big component. The next thing is who are they selling these things to? These are commercials, that's what they're called, commercials. And they buy the product. And their end goal is to actually get this product, lock in a price, and use this to sell whatever they're doing. Okay, so General Mills needs the cornflakes and the oats to make their cereal. Okay, uh, Tropicana needs the oranges to make their orange juice. Okay. These are two really, really big players. The third big player are the large specs. These are people in here to make money. These are generally the mutual funds that are buying large blocks of commodities and looking to make capitalize on a profit on a price swing. And then here we are, we're called the small specs. Okay. And we might be trading anywhere between one and five, maybe 10 contracts at a time. Okay. And we're on the low end of this game. And it's important to understand where you sit because if you don't understand that, you really think that what you're doing is gonna make a difference and it's not. The producers and the large specs okay, and the commercials run the show. As a small spec trader, you're just trying to capitalize on the tail end of what they're doing. And if you understand that, life is simple and you end up making more money faster. The second big thing you really need to know about business entities is that they are specific business entities. They don't just trade out of nowhere. Okay. The producers and the commercials are all corporations of some sort. Okay, they're a C corporation. Okay, C corporation is a general big corporation and they file a separate tax return. Okay, uh, the producers, okay, 1120 tax return, C corporations generally. Okay, the commercials, again, large corporations generally. General Mills is a big corporation. They're not a little fly by night mom and pop operation. Okay, so they're flying a corporate tax return. Okay. Lots of things involved with a corporate tax return. Most retail traders don't want to play that game because it's very involved. It's very detailed. It's really easy to screw it up. Now, even the large specs pretty much are going to be corporations. Now, that brings us to what's left 
is the retail traders. And for retail traders, you've got a number of options that you can actually use to trade in. Um, the other thing is generally a partnership. Partnership files a 1065 tax return. It's easy to set up. Just two people saying, yeah, I want to form a company and we're going to form a partnership and you're both liable and you file a, a 1065 tax return. It's a great thing. Now, in addition to that, you've got LLCs. LLCs are exceptionally popular these days. And it's a limited liability company of some sort. The nice thing is with LLCs is that most states, you can file them online. You can create your business entity online. Now, what happens is most small spec traders, small retail traders, what they end up doing is filing a Schedule C. Schedule Cs are an interesting thing in that they're the easiest thing to start. And anytime you have a small business, you get a 1099, chances are you either you or your tax person, whoever that happens to be, file a Schedule C. They list the income and they list the business expenses against it. And the problem is that's the single most ordered form there is because it's so easy to do. If you move on back to the corporations and the, the, um, the LLCs, they generally have professionals filing those tax returns and they could be hundreds of pages. Your personal tax return is maybe a half a dozen pages or so. So it's easy pickings for the IRS. So it's something you want to avoid. Now, the reason for the business entity to begin with and the reason the big players have business entities is the tax advantages are phenomenal. You can deduct anything that you can justify as a business expense. And the chances of being looked at are really, really small because you got a professional signing off on a tax return. Now, it doesn't matter what it is or how much it costs as long as you can justify it for a business purpose. You use that same logic on a Schedule C and you could be 100% right, no problems at all. And chances are you're going to get audited. And if you did everything right, did everything completely right, and you filed a schedule, so you got audited, I could almost guarantee you they're going to find something wrong. Not that you did anything wrong on your Schedule C, not that you, you, you lied about anything, but just because it's a Schedule C and the IRS picks this up and says, oh, I could probably get money out of this. And if you did everything right, you're going to write a check still because the IRS auditor, his job performance is judged by how many returns he audits and how many dollars he's bringing back in. So there's no way, even if you did everything right, that you're going to slide out of an audit without writing the check. And the aggravation of going through the audit, which seriously disrupts your life. So you got to avoid a Schedule C. The easiest thing is a multi-member LLC. They're easy to form. You can do it online. Not a real big deal. The tax advantages are phenomenal. They're easy to run, and they're easy to set up. And that brings us to the third critical thing that you need to know. In that all the big players, all three of the big players, they all have businesses. Well, we already understand that. Part of having a business is having a business plan so that you stay organized and focused on making money. Most retail traders, you ask what a business plan is, they have no clue, which is why 90% of retail traders lose money. They're not focused on business. They're focused on playing with trading, not actually making money. A business plan will have you focus on the important things in your business so you don't stray off to the side. So it gives you the best chance of making money. Now, whenever you have a business plan, it's important to have basic things and they're called smart goals. 
And if you work in the corporate world, you understand it's because this is routine stuff for you guys. If you're not in the corporate world, you don't understand what the hell smart goal is. Smart goals are specific. It starts with S for specific. You know, the what, the why, the how, what are you going to trade? How are you going to trade it? Why are you going to trade it? You, understand, you need to understand those things. You need to have a process on how to attain that goal. That's what the specific means. Measurable. It's the next part of, of a smart goal. It has to be measurable. If you can't measure it, it's not a goal. It's just a wish list or to do someplace that may or may not happen. You have to be able to measure the results. Okay, what's the end outcome you're going to want? How are you going to get there? And what are the steps in between? Can you measure those steps in between to make certain you're getting to that point? It has to be attainable. That's the A in the SMART goals. Attainable. Can you actually get to that point? And you need to identify what the goal actually is. If you're four foot tall, your chances of being an NBA basketball player are not very realistic. It's not attainable. I don't care how much you want it. I don't care how specific you get with your goals. It's not attainable. So you can't do that. So based on the information that you have, the knowledge that you have, is this thing actually attainable? If it's not, are there things you need to do to acquire more skills to make it attainable? You can't change your height that much, but you can get increased skills and increased knowledge to make that goal that was once unattainable, unimaginable, actually attainable. It has to be realistic. It has to be within your reach. Again, back to the basketball player. If you're four foot tall, there is no way you're going to be competing against seven foot tall people and win. It's just not going to happen. So it has to be realistic in the real world. If you stay in the real world, you're not off in the fantasy land, then you can have a specific smart goal and you can actually attain that goal. The next really critical, the last part of this is it has to be time-based, okay? which means you need a specific time to have accomplished this particular thing. This goes back to the measurable part also. Measurable is for results. Okay, Time-based is when you expect those things to happen. Okay, you expect to make so many dollars by this period of time. Well, if you back that down, then you have smaller bites. Are you measuring these things along the way? And now I have a time frame to look at. Is this realistic? Okay, am I attaining this goal? Am I behind schedule or have had a schedule? That's why you have smart goals. So you can do these things. And that reminds me of a, a short story, journey of two traders. And one went overnight reaches and the other was looking for long-term success. And it was really interesting. The guy that wanted overnight riches, he found a phone app. Okay. Trade on your phone. It's a lovely thing. Very popular these days. And it was trading tools, trading tools, research, free research, open up an account with $500, no problem at all. He took a weekend course, found this phone app. He's going to make all this money. The guy's thinking more long-term. He found a course and he found a rather obscure mentor to walk him through things. Considerably slower start, though. The guy with the trading app, no problem at all. Within the first week, he's got two, three trades. This is happening. Okay. Two or more winning trades. This is great. Okay. The guy with the mentor, though, he's still working through the program. His mentor's working with him, trying to figure out what he wants to do, where the end goal is, what a realistic plan is for that. Week number two, 
the guy with the phone app, he's doing phenomenal. Another winning trade. But then he had two losing trades in a row. Yeah, so he lost a couple of trades. It wasn't a big deal to him. He understood that. It was just part of the game. And he went on because he was still up a couple hundred dollars out of his original 500. So he didn't particularly feel bad. He just figured it was part of the learning thing. No big deal. Okay. However, the guy on the other side of things, who wanted the long-term results, he's still working with his mentor, trying to develop a business plan, trying to get some more skills to find out what he needed to do in order to to attain what he wanted to do with his smart goals. Back in week number three, now at the, the trading guy, okay, he's got his phone app. This is great. Three more losing trades in a row, though. He wasn't happy by a lot. But he figured, I took the trading course. I got all these research tools. I got these tools. Okay, I got the research. This should work. Okay, let me throw some more money at this. He threw another couple thousand dollars into his account. The guy on the other side is looking for long-term wealth. He's taking his time. He's working with his mentor. They're going through things. They're trying to work things out. They're trying to figure out what skills this guy needs to develop his plan and to get to where he actually wants to go. Week number four, I had another two winning trades, but then he had four losing trades. He pretty much wiped out his account at this point in time. He's not happy by a lot. And you know what it's like to you know, get all excited, you're going to make all this money, and then it just crashes and burns. And that's exactly where he was at that point in time. The other guy, he's still taking his time. He's working with his mentor, and he's working on his business plan. You know, fast forward this, you know, a few more months, and the guy at the phone app, he finally deleted the phone app. What a surprise. After he's down $5,000. Now, the other guy who wanted long-term wealth, who was working with his mentor and his business plan, they had the business plan established. Okay. Part of the business plan was to make sure he acquired the skills to prove to himself that he could actually make money with the system before he ever traded and went live. Lo and behold, they had done that. And he's consistently getting seven, eight, nine winning trades in a row. He has an occasional losing trade, but his streaks of wins or six, seven, eight, nine wins in a row before he has a losing trade. That's the advantage of having a business plan, a mentor and a business plan, because it works you through, it keeps you focused on what's important. Not all the little gadgets in between, the lights and the buttons, and oh, I'm a trader, I've got this phone app, look how cute this phone is. No, it keeps you focused on making money. That's why we have a business plan. That's why a business plan is so important to you. The major key takeaways of this entire situation is that you need to know who the other players are because their motivations and their goals are different than yours. They could be very happy with an 8, 12, 15% return. You as a retail trader, that's abysmal. You can't do that. That's no money at all, not in retail trading. So their goals are different. Their account size is considerably different than yours. They can buy and move more contracts at any one point in time than you could ever imagine. So it's important to know where they're at so you can make better decisions with your money. It's also important to understand that they all have businesses and they treat their business as a business because they are a business as a retail trader. It's really critical that you have a business entity. 
that you understand the things you can deduct, which is almost everything. And it keeps you focused because you have a business plan on the things you need to do in order to make money. So choosing the right entity is not that difficult when you have the knowledge and you have a mentor to walk things through with you. It really is that simple. Okay, But you need those things. You need a business entity. You need a business plan. You need somebody to help you monitor that plan and make certain that you stay on track. Your mentor is there to help you do that. If you don't have a mentor, you can halfway do that by yourself, but you need a business plan. So you always stay focused on what's important to you. Hopefully I've answered some questions for you. If you've got some questions we haven't answered, please email me at admin at drrousenow.com. I'll be happy to look at those questions and see if we can't work them into one upcoming segment or not. If not, chances are I'll just respond to you directly. Now, I've been doing this for a long time. I've got 40 years in financial services, 28 as a certified financial planner. And I find that over the years, it's absolutely critical that wherever I go, I bring value, okay? whether somebody comes on as a student or not. And my overriding goal is how am I going to get somebody to get, protect, and enjoy their money, their life, and their retirement? So I've got a number of free resources. The first one is one I want to give you for free. So in order to get it, go to drrousenow.com forward slash free gift. And they'll put that on the screen for you. And it's not a problem. DrRousenow.com forward slash free gift. So both students and people who have not even become my students yet have found this gift exceptionally useful in their lives over the years. And I want to make sure that you get it. So download that. And I look forward to seeing you in the next show. Thank you. Here comes Dr. Friends. Got your